Whitey, back second string podcast. We got another uh, another Bachelorette review on our hands. Pretty much the season finale, the first half of the season finale, at least the Claire Crawley season finale. Um, I'm glad it's over. For like initial thoughts, I'm so happy that that's over. Like, what were we waiting for? I literally. I told I could have told you that that happened within the first thirty minutes of the first episode. The first episode of this that I did, I was like, "Dale's fu- obviously winning." What are we even doing here? Dale's no question gonna win. So I'm glad it's over. I'm glad we just got that out of the way, even though it could have been done three weeks ago. I'm glad Chris Harrison finally pulled the trigger and and we're on to Tasha. Um, it was incredibly like. I mean, those dudes felt like they were wasting my t- their time. I was wasting my time. I'm tuning in every Tuesday night to see a fucking conclusion that I, I've known is going to happen for weeks. They they thought they were wasting their time. Hey, guy, I, I tune in two hours a week. How about me? You ever think that the viewer, maybe we're wasting our time? So I'm glad it's over. It was, it was the most predictable thing in the world. She literally said when he, get out, he got out of the limo, I met my husband. Like, what do you want? What the fuck else is there to do? What else is there to say? Season over, right? Right when she said that, season over. Tasha, come on in. Bring her down from the clouds. Tasha, we need you. These guys don't know. It's over. So I'm glad they finally wrapped it up. I got to say, um, this episode in general, like, you know, good for them. I'm glad love wins. Dale, you know, I, I still don't get it with him. Like, what's the obsession with the guy other than he's super cool looking? But he seems like a good guy. I will give him that. So I'm happy for him. Claire, even though she annoyed the bejesus out of me, I have some notes on her. I always take notes, as you know. Um, good for her, too. Like, love wins, seeing people in love and happy. Like, that's always a warm, fuzzy feeling unless you're just an asshole. So that was good to see. I felt happy for them. I felt good for them. People deserve that. Like, why not? Why not see people be happy, right? Right? That makes me a good person. So that was good to see. Um, I will say, though, the most pointless episode. Again, just right back to the these guys in the house were worried about wasting their time. I just That was the most wasteful two hours of my life I've ever been a part of. And I used to play Call of Duty constantly when I was growing up. And that was the most wasteful two hours of my life. Nothing happened. Literally nothing from point from the beginning of the episode to the end of the episode. Literally nothing happened. Like literally the girl or the, the dude who won, we knew was going to win from the 30th minute of the first episode. Um, there were no fireworks. She had a mass breakup, a mass breakup, a 16 man breakup. Everyone was like, oh, okay. I respect you, Claire. You're awesome for breaking up with us like that. Like I, I have so much admiration for you wasting our time. Where were the fireworks there? I was ready for world war three to break out. And everyone's just like, Oh my God. I love, even though you just broke up with me, I love you for breaking up with me. Like that's literally what was happening. What was that all about? Why, where's the, where's the people going for jugular? Like, Hey, you just wasted my, you just wasted a month of my life, bitch. Where's the venom? Where's the salt? Give me something. That's how that went. It was just like a fucking kumbaya patty cake party. Just Oh, I, you know what I love about you is that you're bold. So thank you for being bold and wasting all my time. Like, what was that people? Come on guys. The the boy band guy. I don't know what his real name is. Brad. He's the only guy I'm in on. 
He's the only guy that had the stones to call her out. So I'm in on I'm in on boy band guy, but man, nothing happened. Dale, uh, it's a predetermined outcome. Predetermined outcome. Nothing happened from the 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 scenario that was the case in the first minute of the episode is the exact scenario that was in the two or in the 120th minute of the episode. Dale's the best. Dale's going to win. It was like that all along. Waste of time. Good for Chris Harrison, though. I know ABC pays him an obscene amount of money, and he deserves every, every penny that he just turned that not, that literal nothing into a two-hour episode that probably made them hundreds of – or maybe not hundreds, but tens of millions of dollars. Literally nothing happened. So good for Chris. He's a magic man. That's why they pay him the big bucks. But nothing happened. Um, Yeah, just another – I don't want to be – I'm so negative already. But just another – the whole season was just like, this kind of sucks. Just underwhelming, like, just kind of fl- fell on its face, right? Nothing super exciting except for Yosef being an asshole. Like, once he left, it was like, all right, so now what? Like, nothing's going to happen anymore. Just really uneventful season. And then today was just more of the same. Just nothing. Just, I love Dale. I love Dale. Let's just talk – they were like, how many different ways can we get Claire to talk about how much she loves Dale before that two in a two hour span? How many different ways can we get Claire to talk about how she loves Dale but is afraid he doesn't love her? Like, like how many different how many different chairs can we get her to say it in? How many different settings can we get them to do it in? Jesus Christ, it was just the whole show, dude. And it's all they've been doing the last two episodes. It's just Claire talking about how much she loves Dale and Dale being like, I feel this connection. And Claire like, what if he doesn't love me? Oh, my God. Anyways, 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 let's get to the list. Let's get to my notes, see what I've written down. Overall, boring episode. Nothing happened. Fucking these guys are talking about wasting their time. Listen. That was the biggest waste of two hours I've ever been a part of. So maybe think about others next time before these guys go on there. You're getting free food and booze, at least. If I wanted to drink during that, I got to go to a store and buy it. At least they're giving you alcohol while you're there. And you're on a fucking resort in, like, Palm Springs, California. Right? Like, have a little perspective, boys. Okay. Um, Open. The open to this show, all-time open. Like, the when they're showing the previews and then... Chris Harrison kicks in with they do the preview and he's like the most dramatic episode you'll ever see like you, you that in the most shocking ending of all time I can't remember what he said exactly but it was electric this one I think he said in the most shocking moment in bachelor history <laughs> oh man even though he says it Every single episode, like literally every episode for 30 seasons or however many is always the most dramatic episode of The Bachelor yet. Uh, this one was just, it's one of his more dramatic, most dramatic episodes yet. It was, it was well done. It was very well done by Chris. He's a great hype man. Like he's a dude, whenever The Bachelor calls it quits, which I, who knows if they ever will, if Chris ever needs like another stream of income or something, or is just bored, like he should just become a guy who fucking hype stuff up. Like you're having a party, let Chris Harrison handle the promotion. The most electric party of this decade. Like you won't believe what they're serving for food at this party. 
Like the guy is elite. Guy's elite. So I had that written down. Um. Oh yes. Very early on into the episode, finally, Claire getting some getting some craw shoved in her face. Chris Harrison comes in. Hey, Claire, I need to talk to you. Have a seat. I'm going to rearrange the furniture. And he just says, figure it out. Finally, dude. Finally. I feel like I've waited. I've been waiting the entire time for either one of the dudes or Chris or Claire to herself. Someone be like, okay, like, what are you going to do? Pick fucking pick at this point. So that was very refreshing. And then she started crying somehow, even though he was like the nicest guy in the world. She just starts crying. Thank God, though, someone told them to figure it out. All right. Sorry about that. My sisters were being loud as shit and distracting me, but I'm back. I'm locked in. Anyways, Chris laid down the law. Fucking thank you. Finally, I've been waiting for someone to tell Claire to figure it out already this entire season. From the moment she said, I love the guy, I've been waiting for Chris to be like, all right, do you love the guy or not? Because pick him if you do. Like, what? You're wasting everyone's time. Fucking pick him. So thank you, Chris. She, he sits down with her. He goes, listen, you're either you're fucking wasting all these guys' time in there. You're either going to pick the guy and you actually love him, or my hypothesis this entire time is, Claire, you just love making out with dudes and you could just do this for 20 straight years. Like, make a decision. Either do the Bachelorette or pick the guy you're obsessed with that's causing you to ruin the entire show. Like, pick one. Pick one. Everyone's waiting. Pick one. So I'm glad he sat her down and said it. Chris Harrison, every season, it amazes me how much more I like the guy. Like, I know his whole character. He could he could be the worst in real life. I have no idea. I've never even, like, read anything about what Chris Harrison's like in real life. But from the bachelor. I know his whole character on the show is like the great, like comforting, you know, shoulder to cry on support person, like hype man. Like he's just a Jack of all trades. He's just the greatest guy in the world. He's helping the guys out. He's helping the bachelorette out. Like everybody loves the guy. That's his character. I know that I understand, but I swear every single season I watch of the bachelorette or bachelor, the guy just gets better. Like every time I watch him, I'm like, dude, this guy is the man. I like, I knew I liked him before it, but he's way better somehow. And I already love the guy. I already loved him, but I, now I love him even more. Like every time I watch him, I'm like, this dude is fucking incredible. Like I want to meet this guy. I want to get a slice of pizza with this guy. See if he's like this in real life. He's one of those guys. I don't really care about celebrities much. (laughs) And I guess I don't really care about Chris Harrison that much, but he's a guy He's a guy where if I read or heard like, dude, Chris Harrison, the bachelor guy is a total dick in real life. Like that would kind of hurt me. Not that I like look up to him or I'm a huge fan or whatever. I guess I'm kind of a fan because he just seems like the greatest dude alive. But that's like crush. That's like telling someone like Santa isn't real. Chris Harrison's not actually a nice guy. That's like, that's like saying love doesn't exist. Like, you're just crushing, crushing worlds by saying that Chris Harrison isn't a nice guy. So what can I believe in this world that nothing, nothing I've ever thought to be true around me is actually true. I've just been fed lies my entire life. That's how I feel. 
I would be I would be destroyed if I found out like Chris Harrison's just like fucking berating valets like he like he's just a dick to his waiter that would suck but I haven't heard any so I would assume and people still seem to like him so I assume none of that exists so in the meantime Chris Harrison you're the man just keep doing you brother all right first Claire just uh they're in during this conversation with Chris. I'm sitting there. It's like it's like an angel and a devil on my shoulders. I'm sitting there. Chris is talking. And I'm like, this guy rules. Like, I want this dude to be my best friend and tell me like everything's gonna be okay. And then Claire starts to talk, and she's like crying and and depressed that she's letting these guys down, but is like in love, but she doesn't want to commit, dude. I was, I'm losing it with her. Like, I'm so happy. I think for her own brand and like fame and people liking her, I think it's huge for her that she's gone. Cause this was the last episode where like by the end of this episode with her, I was like, I can't fucking stand this girl anymore. Like I, I can't do it anymore. She's, she's going from, and I started out this season. If you've been listening, I was a Claire, like I was a Claire guy. I was in on Claire when this all started. And I'm now at the point where I'm like, next episode, she's going from barely tolerable to like, I don't like her anymore. Like every time she opens her mouth, I have it written down. Every the, the more she talks, like every second that goes by and Claire's talking, the more I'm like, I can't listen to this girl for another minute. Like she was just the crying. It's the constant crying. Like she cried like five times this episode so much crying so much like i feel sorry for myself like oh my god you're the fucking bachelorette dude you have like the best job in the world also like do you love the guy like you say you have this perfect dude you love him what are you crying about you have it you won you've won the game you figured it out you you done you've done what many people don't do You've, you've executed the purpose of going on the show. You found the guy you love. What are you crying about all the time for? You found the guy. Why are you still crying? I don't get that. She, God damn, she was pissing me off. Always crying and upset. It's like, what do you have to be upset about? You're waking up in a resort in Palm Springs, probably stuffing your face with croissants and mimosas, and this former football player, 6'4", dude, is obsessed with you, and you're obsessed with him, and he's obsessed with you back. What are you crying about? You have, you literally haven't made, you're going to be rich and famous after this. You're going to have a husband. Like you're probably going to live in a sick house and ride jet skis on the weekends. Like, what? but seriously, what are you crying about? You, you have a golden retriever. What are you crying about? I don't know. She was, she was wearing very thin on me anyways. So it goes on and on. She pretty much sucks Dale's dick without physically doing it. It's all great stuff. Love wins, love wins, love wins. Imagine being Dale. Like it's imagine a two things imagine being dale during this like this whole time dale's got to just be like after that night where he just kept going back to the room and they're like making out on the bed this whole time dale's just like dude i've got this so in the fucking bag right now like the whole time he's got to just know he's like these guys are talking about claire like oh man i don't know if she like is into this and dale's just sitting back like these guys don't even know like it's been over pretty much since the day I got the day I got here. Like this dude's just chilling. Imagine that feeling. He's like, yeah, um, these guys are all stressed out. Like, are they going to get a rose? Did they get enough time with Claire? And I'm just sitting over here and I know for a fact that she's obsessed with not even like, not even 
that she likes me, not that she's interested in me, not that I'm going to get a rose. Like I know for a fact that she is obsessed with me, like going to pick me to win the whole thing level. That must've felt good. And then imagine being Dale watching this back. Like what, what level is that dude's ego on? Like I said, he seems like a nice guy. So maybe he's pretty down to earth, but probably not like he's watching this back like him dummying 20 guys in a matter of two weeks just slight work like the dude's fucking coasting imagine i'm watching this back like i knew she was into me i didn't know she was i was the only thing she ever talked about like this dude imagine being dale what a what a fun time it must have been like you're literally just the man for however long you're there fucking the man you're more the man than the bachelorette is the woman. Like, that's tough to do. Good for Dale. He must have felt like a goddamn stud. That would be a great time to go on The Bachelor or Bachelorette and the person is just obsessed with you from the moment you get there literally the entire time. That's probably a very fun feeling, I would guess. Good for Dale. Guy's living the dream. He literally was living the, the absolute dream. Um, Oh, man, we're still on this Claire and Chris conversation, eh? All right. So then, <laughs> so this is, this is funny too. I make fun of Claire so much. I feel bad, but I, I just have to, she fucking serves it up. Claire says, Claire's talk. I think this is when she was still talking to Chris. Um, <laughs> she's talking about, she's talking about how she loves him. This isn't even that funny. I don't know. I'm laughing so much. She's talking about like, what I've been saying this whole time. She loves Dale. He's the man of her dreams, all this shit. <laughs> and then there's a line. She goes, it's weird. Like I've, I've tried to be present. <laughs> I've tried to be present in all these conversations with these other guys. Like I want to get to know them, but I just, I feel like I know the most about Dale. I feel like I know him the best. Uh, Claire, mm, do you, th- you really, you think so? No way. You know the most about the guy who you literally don't stop talking about the guy who you've, you've been trying to be present for all these conversations and all of these conversations consist of like, so what, like what's, what's Dale like in the house? Like, what are you talking about? Claire? No shit. You know, the most about Dale, like, again, I guess this isn't really her being a victim, but it's her just being an idiot. Like, what do you mean? I guess, I guess the reason I like Dale is because I know the most about him. No shit. You know, the most about him. He's the only thing you talk about. You're with the other guys and he's the only thing to talk about. Their dudes have literally said to you, Hey, Claire, can we like, can we just not talk about Dale? Can we talk about us or you or whatever? And you will ignore them. And again, ask them about Dale. No kidding. You know the most about Dale, let alone the other 20 dudes that are filling the field. Like, you don't know, you know, 10 times more about Dale than you do about the other 20 dudes combined. No kidding. You know, the most about Dale. Oh my God. I thought that was funny. Just how ridiculous it is that she actually said that. She's like, the other guys I'm trying to be present, but I just know more about Dale. No. Yeah. You know more about Dale. What do you mean? Obviously, you know more about Dale because you're quote, I'm doing air quotes. Your presence with the other guys is. So what's your relationship with Dale? Like, hey, hey, uh, fucking Chasen. Oh, I really want to talk to you. I'm excited for this one-on-one time. So tell me, like, 
are you and Dale friends? Like, is he funny? Does he make jokes? Does he ever talk about me? Like, yeah, no kidding. You know the most about Dale Claire. My God, get a fucking, like, get a grip on, like, what's happening a little bit, right? I don't know. Just such a outrageously obvious thing to say. All right. So that's, we're done. We're done with the Claire and uh, Chris Harrison love sap scene. We're going to go into the Claire and Dale one, one-on-one little nothing better than a, a nice candlelit dinner and dry conversation. And then um, a little bit about the boys talking about Dale not being the one, even though he so obviously is. And then um, I guess a bit about Tasha at the end. I don't really have a whole lot to say about Tasha. I didn't watch her. She was on Colton season. I don't like, I didn't watch that one. I don't know anything about her. She's good looking. So that's a start. We'll see what her person. Chris Harrison described her as, extremely kind and charismatic so that doesn't seem like it can go wrong even though it probably will some way but we'll see all right i'll take a quick break and then we'll cover the rest of the episode <clears throat> so dale claire they finally have that one-on-one candlelit dinner um i don't know they didn't mention what they eat they never mentioned what they eat which is surprising like big business brain talking here big missed opportunity for chris harrison and the gang why don't they get like catch la or something to make the food and then pay them for the ad sponsorship whatever chris harrison free idea free money there fucking i'll take a job if you're hiring because lord knows i need one surprised they don't do that though they never talk about the food i feel like they could get some illustrious food for these one-on-ones and they just don't do it but whatever um so they're talking about their parents. Claire's talking whatever about their parents. Actually, kind of a cool moment. Probably the best moment of the episode, I would say. Maybe my favorite moment. Claire's talking about her dad, James. She she talks about how her dad met her mom one time somewhere. I can't remember exactly, but they met like one single time. And then for three weeks, they didn't have, obviously, this was a while ago, no phones, like no way to keep in instant contact. I guess her dad hitchhiked for three weeks and tracked down her mom and proposed to her. Pretty unreal love story. Like, fucking fantastic love story. I feel like you don't, obviously, now with phones and shit, like that just doesn't exist and Instagram and everything. Like, it's super easy to get in contact with people. But who doesn't love a good, like, meeting love story like that? That was... That I was like, hell yeah. I was pumped up for that. I was I was clapping my hands like wasn't shedding any tears, but I felt good. Made me feel warm and fuzzy inside. Like I said, who doesn't like those? I feel like awesome love stories like that, especially like that's a pretty wild story. You're this guy he met her one time and hitchhiked fucking three weeks to go propose for the second time he met her, he proposed. Hitchhiked three weeks for it. That is that is something like that deserves to be talked about. I was, that was very impressive. I was, I don't know. I was like pumped up over that. That shit was awesome. Love wins, baby. Love wins. Like I said, I come on here and I make fun of people and I talk about how the episode stings, <laughs> but I'm in like, I'm a positive guy. Love wins, man. I'm into that shit. Love wins. Let's go. Um, and then Dale, I thought this was funny. <laughs> Dale's talking about his parents meeting and he says his dad, hitchhiked i don't think it was three weeks but his dad like hitchhiked in some capacity to find his mom and i'm sitting there like bro what are the odds it was 
I can't, damn it. I wish I like wrote down the full story. Cause I remember it wasn't as detailed. Like Claire's was like a detailed three weeks. And then on the second time he proposed and Dale's was like, Oh yeah. Uh, this one time, like my dad hitchhiked to my mom, <laughs> like something like that, like way less romantic, but it still involved hitchhiking. And Claire's like, no way hitchhiking. What are the odds? And Dale's in there like, you would be really surprised what the odds are. And it, the crazy thing is the odds went way up after you just told me your parents hitchhiked. Like, no way. I'm sitting there like this dude 100% made up a story about his parents hitchhiking. Turn points. Fair play. I respect it. I mean, I don't know if I would do the same. Maybe though. I don't Who's to say? I don't know. I respect it. For sure, free points. Like she was digging it instantly. It was just so funny. She says hitchhiking and then two minutes later dale's like yeah my parents were actually hitchhikers too when they fell in love like just fucking throwing in hitchhiking um and then i have more negative stuff like they i still don't get it with dale like like he's a good dude he seems like a nice guy seems like a fun i don't want to say fun dude because like what do you talk about but he seems like a good energy person like no problems like nice to be around but he's not like what does he bring to the table he's not the like funny he doesn't like tell all these great stories. He's not like, is he super like supportive and romantic? I don't know, dude. I feel like every time he's with Claire, I'm just like, what? I don't get it. Like I get that. He's like probably, I don't know. Like he's very good looking. guy, But like, is it fun to sit there at dinner for like two hours with him? Like they don't seem like they talk about anything, literally anything. The most stale the most stale conversation I've ever been a part of through a television. I don't, I still don't get it. Claire adds to that too. Cause she's kind of a weirdo. That's what I learned. I thought Claire was more normal going into this, but this season has taught me that obviously she's a little crazy and very emotional, which is fine. But she's also like a weirdo, like not, she also struggles to, or seems like she struggles to like make a normal conversation that isn't about her parents having Alzheimer's, um, nobody loving her or her never settling because she needs to find the right man. Like those are like her three. Those are the three like bingo cards for Claire. After that, they're all just fucking random. Like there's nothing left. Those are her three talking points. I don't know. Stale. Um, yeah. I mean, I said it again too. like as much as Claire annoys me and I still don't get the Dale obsession. It is cool to see them like in love. It is cool. It's like good for them kind of thing. Like I said, I'm not a Scrooge. I'm not a Grinch. Like love wins. Let's, let's go. I'm, I'm team love. I'm team good vibes. Love everybody. Get along. Let's fuck. I hope they're happy. I want people to be happy. I want everyone to be happy. I'm team love. So as much as Claire annoys the shit out of me and I'm like, Dale, you're kind of like a flat Stanley, like love wins, dude. I'm with love. I'm with that all day. Good for them. I'm still, listen, I'm going to make fun of them more before this is over, but I'm still, I'm with them the whole time. Love wins. I'm with that. Like good for them. I'm happy for them. That sounds like a great time. I don't know if it, this might be sketchy. I don't know if it's real. I don't know if love exists people. I don't know if it's a real thing, but if they think they found it, then I'm happy for them. Okay. Next thing. Um, this was funny too. the, all the guys. So they would cut it They're one-on-one. These guys like made a baby. They had to have made a baby. There's no way they didn't make a baby. I feel like Dale and Claire. 
And then uh, they cut to the guys. And that Dylan guy's like, dude, I know they've been gone for the last 18 hours, but there's no way, like, there's no way she loves Dale, right? Like, it's too soon. Like, I know he's the only thing she's been talking about for the last three weeks, but there's no way she loves him, right? It's too soon. Meanwhile, yeah, it's like a fucking live action Disney movie and Claire's sweet. They're like dancing, spinning each other around, like for sure making babies, for sure making babies. And he's over there like, bro, it's only been like 21 hours. Like that's not that long for Dale to be gone. Like this dude, I felt kind of bad, but it was really funny. Just him like, I, I wrote down Dylan, the Canadian guy. I feel like everyone I'm sure was chipping in, but it's just funny like, Dale just rattled off the quickest bachelorette season victory of all time, like in a landslide, never a doubt, never close. They're in there literally creating a a live action Disney. Literally there's fucking music playing. They're dancing, they're plowing. And he's sitting there like rationalizing in his head, how even though Dale's been gone all day and Claire is clearly obsessed with him, he's like, telling himself there's no way that it's true like this whole thing's just been an illusion it's all a prank that we're playing on dylan no dylan you're right you're right dale hasn't been gone for 24 hours because claire invited him to sleep over you're right we're all just pranking you we're just messing with you Dale. like the guy's an idiot it's funny just seeing them rationalize it um yeah dale quickest season victory of all time i don't know what the records are I'm not even close to well-versed enough, but this has to be one of the fastest, one of the fastest successful seasons. Like I'm sure there have been some where people, the bachelor or bachelorette sends themselves home or, or something happens and it gets canceled or whatever. This has to be the quickest like proposal of all time. Was it just the fourth web episode, fourth week proposal that has to be the fastest proposal season of all time. I that right. Put them in the Guinness books, Dale. Put Dale in the Guinness books. So like I said, they make a Disney movie, probably a couple babies along the way. And we wake up with the beloved couple, Dale and Claire. This was just so weird to me. This is like the one thing, like stuff like this. It's like, dude, going on The Bachelor or Bachelorette would be so weird. Like I know they do a lot of weird shit. Obviously, going in general, it's like, all right, kind of strange. And then you do weird like games where they're strip dodgeball stuff like that. It's like, it's all kind of weird. You're competing against 20 alpha male dudes weird, but they bang, they did whatever they're laying in the bed. Claire, Claire's got a top on Dale's shirtless and they're filming them like the fucking camera. I'm sure it's a little zoomed in, but it's like in Dale's face, like in the guy's grill. And the thing is that I'm like, what the hell? The camera's swaying, like it's turning, it's going to Claire, Dale, like the camera's moving. So there's someone, there's someone just in the room with them the next morning. Like that's weird, right? I feel like I get that. I get it. Let's have a camera in there to capture the conversation and make television. Absolutely. I get why we're the cameras in there, but Chris Harrison, we can't have like a, like we couldn't like a flower pot camera or like put a, put a tripod up and set the camera on that. Or like a, like a security camera, you can put it in the corner and then from a, from a studio, you can like zoom in, zoom out, move it from like a control pad. Like, why do we have another human being in the room with them the next morning? I can't even imagine that. 
you wake up, like you mess around, have a emotional lovey, lovey night with someone. And the next morning there's just the dude three feet away from you filming you. That's so weird to me. Like there's no way we can get a tripod. This is the bachelorette. Like, I feel like, I mean, maybe Claire and Dale, maybe I'm weird. Maybe they're like, yeah, what do you mean? That's totally normal. There's a person in our room the next morning filming us. That's what it's all about. But I feel like you could even capture better content if you had like a, it was just a security cam because they're not going to say shit or do wink, wink stuff that they would do if there wasn't someone in the room. If you get, if it's just a robotic camera, like it's not even, it's not about the fact that you're being filmed. I don't think it's not about the fact that you're being filmed. It's just the fact that there's a human, a random third human being in the room the morning after you guys just made coitus. What is that? What is that? Like, that's so weird. If I was Claire, I'd be like, dude, I get this is the bachelorette and everything, but like, you got to give us like 10 minutes. This is fucking strange. I don't know. I thought that was very strange. And it was just so obviously a person too. Um, and that brings us to half the show gets bored. I mean, the first hour was pointless. That's what I said. The whole episode was pointless. Nothing happened. First hour, extremely pointless. Literally nothing happened. And then, um, Claire decides, you know, I'm going to marry Dale or not marry, but she's, she decides to break up with all the other dudes. She goes in, tells them, see ya fellas. This is fun, but thanks for nothing. Pretty much Dylan. Again, this dude who's just in all kinds of denial about her actually liking Dale somehow still, he plays the, I'm scared. I'm just scared. He's going to hurt you guard. Like, dude, it's over, bro. Like he's pulling out in the 11th hour. He's getting, this guy's pulling out all the stops. The listen, Claire, like, I don't want to like talk you out of this, but I'll just be so heartbroken if he breaks your heart. Like, I don't know if he's ready for that. It's like, dude. Like, I get it, man. You're, you're a competitive guy. You might like Claire a lot, but like, oh man, it's over brother. Like, I don't know what to tell you, man. He just won't give it up. That was funny. I respect it though. Fucking pull out all the stops, low blows. It all counts. He's, he's saying, like, I'm scared. Dale's going to rip your heart out. Dude, whatever you think works. It didn't work, but whatever you think. And then boy band guy, I'm a, I'm a fan of boy band guy. I said it earlier. I'm a fan of boy band guy. He's the only one in that room that was like, what the fuck, Claire? I feel like you just wasted my time. Only one. The only one that said anything. Listen, Claire's out of the room. They're all talking. They're all like, I feel like my time's being wasted. She couldn't have told us this Dale stuff earlier. Did they know before the show? They're all these dudes are chirp, 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 chirp behind the scenes when Claire's not in the room. Claire walks in the room. Everyone's like, Oh my God. I admire how much I love you for breaking up with me in person. Oh man. I love how you only wasted four weeks of my life and then decided to not waste my time and break up with me. I admire you for that. Claire pussies, man. Everyone went so soft on her boy band guy even went a little soft, but he at least gave her something. He was like, what the fuck? Like you couldn't have told us sooner. Like you, I feel like you should apologize for wasting our time. And then Claire cries again. What else is new? take a shot. But still like at least somebody was like, what the fuck was that all about? You literally just wasted our time. Like those dudes quarantined for two straight weeks. Those dudes left their jobs, whatever. And she just fucking wasted their time. And nobody said shit. Not only did, not only did nobody say anything other than boy band guy, 
But like I said, they were like fucking patting her on the back. There are guys in there like, hey, you know what? I love you for telling me you don't love me. Like, guys, what are we doing here? Fucking man up. And the moment she leaves the room, they're going to be like, I can't believe she wasted my time. Pussies. And again, I guess I'm also mad about that. That went way smoother than I thought it would be. I was hoping that mass breakup would be fireworks. I was hoping people would come for Claire's throat. I was hoping they'd call her out. I was hoping people would get angry. I hoped a lot of things would happen. Nothing did. It was very, it was the most smooth sailing 16 man breakup I could ever imagine. That went the exact opposite of how I had hoped it did. So that bummed me out too. Like Chris must have, Chris Harrison must have been a little bummed out too, because that would have been electric television if they started coming at her. And then we go, they start talking to all the guys. They do the confessionals about how they're sad Claire's leaving and they're invested time, even though all of them talk to her for like a combined two hours, I want to say. Eye opener for me. Eye opener for me, folks. I very I very well might die single. This guy, Dylan, is bummed out. He's talking to the camera. He says... He's pissed. He didn't, he never gave it. He never got a shot from Claire because he bought a book on Alzheimer's and dementia because Claire's parents have also had Alzheimer's and dementia. He bought a book on Alzheimer's and dementia before the show and read it so he could like know what he's talking about and try to have conversations with her. And that guy got sent home. That level of commitment is astonishing. Like that dude deserves. I know he got sent home and everything or not sent home, but she picked Dale in the end. That guy deserves a medal. This guy's buying a book, but listen, this guy's buying a book before he ever met her about her, a book about her parents. And he's never met her. That guy didn't win. That guy didn't win. He bought a book about her parents and he'd never met her and he didn't win. I'm for sure going to be single forever. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I wouldn't buy a book. Like if I was dating a girl who had Alzheimer's, I don't know if I would buy a book about it. Really? This guy got sent home. He bought a book in advance and he still got sent home. That level of commitment is insane. I'm fucking, you're telling me I'm not going to die single. That's I'm for sure dying single. That one was a little scary. That one was a little scary. I'm not going to lie. I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there. Think about that. Like, dude, I would fucking never buy a book about a girl's parents to try to impress her. Like maybe that, maybe I'm a terrible person and maybe I'm exaggerating. Maybe if, you know, maybe I would someday, but the idea of do, I would never have that idea. Like if I was going to meet a girl, I wouldn't be like, Hey, she like she really likes bird watching. I'm going to buy a book about bird watching. Like that thought would just never cross my mind. <laughs> God, I'm a piece of shit. But man, that was, I, that was eye opening. That was eye opening. This dude bought a book. Jesus Christ. Claire crying again in front of all the guys, dude. And then with Chris Harrison, she's about to get proposed to. She starts crying. I don't like, I don't even know what to say. This is like the seventh time she's cried during this episode. Um, And then it pretty much ends. They propose. They propose. She says, yes. I, to be honest, didn't think Dale was going to, because I think he probably, even though he'll never say it, probably a little bit got caught in a situation where he's like, Oh shit. Like this is over in four weeks. I kind of was the plan here was I was going to come on for like two and a half months and then gain a shit ton of Instagram followers. 
and then hopefully lose in the top three or top two. Like I won after four weeks. Like he, like he was probably a little like, damn, like I'm kind of handcuffed here, but again, I'll say it seems like a nice guy. Although I do seem, I do think he's totally the guy that the moment like clubs and bars are open and he goes the one and people are like, Oh my God, Dale from the bachelor and a million chicks come hit on him. He's, I think he's absolutely the guy that's like, Oh, Hey, like my hotel's a block away. You want to come with me? All four of you. Like he strikes me as one of those guys. But other than that, seems like a nice guy. Seems like a good dude. Seems like a, a, a nice person to be around. So again, I wish him well. Love wins. I'm not a, I'm not a fucking Grinch here. I'm, I'm on team love. So we'll see what happens. I give him like a year tops. Like by next Thanksgiving, I would be shocked if they're still together. Claire also seems like someone that it's damn near impossible to stay in a relationship with. So we'll see. I'm interested to see. And then um, Chris Harrison informs them all there's going to be a new bachelorette. Very funny too. They're all like depressed and sad because Dale won. And then the moment these guys are like, so, oh man, like, oh, Claire doesn't love me. And then the moment Chris Harrison's like, so there will be a new bachelorette. These guys, it's like Christmas day. Like, it's like they never even met Claire. They have no idea who that even is. I thought that was funny just because it's the classic, all the dudes feed her the line. I'm so glad it was you. Like, and then a moment they get another chance, like, Oh shit, I'm fucking pumped. I'm never, I was never sad. I didn't ever care about Claire. That was funny. Like even Blake, I have it written down too. Blake. He's like, Oh, when they're about to meet Tasha, he's like, I thought we were done with night one. Like, Oh, this anxious, the anxiety of night one. Like I hate this feeling. And he's just got the biggest smile on his face in the world. Just that right there is the microcosm of how, ironic it is he's like oh i hate this night one feeling i hate that claire picked dale and there's a new girl coming in and he's just smiling ear to ear it's like dude it's okay man like you you like you like the attention and the fact that you're going to be more famous and be on a national show like it's okay bro you can you can say it no one's going to tell on you old dylan (laughs) so i thought that was funny is that his name is it dylan or blake i might have just written i don't even know but whatever like i said nothing really happened boring episode Good for uh, good for Dale and Claire. Love wins. It's always nice to see people happy. Cool story too. Claire's parents. Very cool story about how they met. Fucking hitchhiking, man. I I'm, I might need to start hitchhiking. Just the thought. Maybe hitchhiking with a book. Now that two birds one stone. No chance. I'm not getting married doing that. Anyways, I don't know much about Tasha. We'll see. We'll find out next week. Hopefully. Hopefully. I hate. How some of next week is going to be the after show with Dale and Claire. I fucking hate that. I wish he would just jump right into Tasha, but whatever. So we'll see what Tasha's is all about next week, I guess. Should be a fun ride. I don't know much about her. Seems like a nice girl. We'll see. Hope everybody enjoyed. Thank you for listening. Um, we'll be back right here again next week with the Bachelorette Review per usual. Questions, comments, concerns. At Nick Second String on Twitter, the sec the period second period string on Instagram, the second string Detroit at gmail.com. Thanks everybody. Um, we'll do maybe some picks Saturday and then we'll be right back with the usual schedule next week. Everybody have a good, safe, safe weekend. Um, and I will see you next time. Thanks again.